The text that calls for our attention on this Thanksgiving Day service is from Psalm 67, that psalm that we read together just moments ago, which has these words, May God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face to shine upon us. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. You've probably heard the expression before, her smile lights up the whole room. We all know what that means. We know how a great smile can truly have the way of altering a mood of an entire room. Well, today, in that reading from Psalm 67, we hear this prayer offered up by the psalmist. He says, may God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face to shine upon us. So what is it that we are asking for when we today join that psalmist in his prayer? Well, put most simply, we're asking that God would smile at us or that he would smile upon us. And blessedly, the whole of Scripture tells us that when we pray this prayer, God's answer is yes. He does smile upon us. He does it time and time again. And when he does so, it not only changes our mood, but it changes our entire lives. And it certainly gives us plenty of reasons to give thanks. God smiles, and we are given things like body and soul, eyes, ears, and all our members, our reason, and all our senses, and God's promise to take care of all of those things. He gives us clothing and shoes and food and drink, house and home, spouse and children, land, animals, and all that we have. He richly and daily provides everything that we need to support this body and life. He defends us against all danger and guards and protects us against every evil. And all of this he does out of fatherly divine goodness and mercy without any merit or worthiness in us at all. God smiles. And you and I, lost and condemned persons, well, we are redeemed. We are purchased and won from all sin, from death and from the power of the devil. Not with gold or with silver, but with Jesus' holy, precious blood, with his innocence, suffering, and death, that we might be his own and live under him in his kingdom and serve him in everlasting righteousness, innocence, and blessedness, just as he has risen from the dead, lives and reigns to all eternity. God smiles at us, and the Holy Spirit goes to work, calling us by the gospel, enlightening us with his gifts, sanctifying us, and keeping us in the true faith. He calls, gathers, and enlightens, and sanctifies the whole Christian church on earth, and keeps it with Jesus Christ in the one true faith. In that Christian church, he daily and he richly forgives us of all of our sins and the sins of all believers. And on the last day, he's going to raise us up, us and all the dead, and give eternal life to us and all believers in Christ. And with all of that, the catechism says this ending, it is certainly our duty to thank and to praise to serve, and to obey him. Yes, God smiles. And you and I are saved in the broadest sense of the word. We are given everything we need. 
and saved people? Well, they should quite naturally be thankful people. I mean, find the person who has just been pulled out of the raging waters, who almost was drowning, and talk to them. They'll be thankful. Find the person that was just cured of that cancer that had threatened their life. They will be thankful. Find that soldier who was just rescued from the hand of their captors, and they will be thankful. If you and I truly got the dangers to body and soul that are all around us, we would never stop giving thanks for God's smiling salvation to us in all these things. But sadly, all too often, we take such rescue that God gives us daily for granted. We think we deserve God's smile and all that it brings. But surely we don't. I mean, if anything, the scriptures tell us what we have earned is a fatherly frown, a look of heavenly disappointment. God has provided everything we need, and yet we still find reason to complain. God has shown us better ways of walking, and yet we decide we'll walk our own path of disobedience. Often we feel so entitled to everything that we often are truly thankful for very little. We find ourselves refusing to ever be content. We covet this and we covet that. We act like spoiled kids who can barely see over all the blessings that are piled up around us as we gaze over into our neighbor's window and assume that their stuff must be better than our stuff. Yes, we have earned a frown. And yet, for Jesus' sake, we have God's smile. As the scriptures say, God, who said at first, let light shine out of darkness, has shown into our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Yes, Jesus has smiled upon us. He has smiled upon us because of his life, death, and resurrection. You see, when God stares down at you now, he doesn't see all of your discontentment, all of your coveting, all of your lack of thankfulness. When he looks down upon you, he sees Jesus, his blood, and his righteousness. Is there any wonder he smiles? Each week when we gather in God's house, we speak about all of this. We rehearse it week after week in order that we might never forget it. We start off speaking about those sins that we have done that make us worthy of God's displeasure. But then the scriptures take us time and time again to Christ's work for us, the work he has done on our behalf. And then God smiles on us. He smiles on us as he takes our sins away from us. He smiles upon us as we eat his body and blood. Yes, then we, we give thanks and then we end our service every week with words that are very familiar to us and words that are almost identical to the ones in the psalm we heard today. The pastor says, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. And what do we do? We say amen, not once, but three times, noting that this is to be our ultimate hope and joy. We leave every week, and we leave this day knowing that without God's smile, without his countenance being lifted out, without his face shining in our direction, we would have nothing good. 
but that since Jesus has come and died, we can know that God's face is widened with a great smile and his hand is open to supply us every good gift. And that, that sparks our thanksgiving. And when what he has given is shouted out by his people, well then his praise goes out to the ends of the earth. No, that praise is not just kept here with us, but as we tell others how good God is, indeed all people are made aware. And this is only fitting because God's goodness already is given to people, even those who want nothing to do with him. Yes, our world needs to know how good God is. Oh, people in our world wonder just how they will make it through every day. We have the answer. God's people, or not God's people, excuse me, people out in the world wonder what they are to do with all the guilt they feel over the mistakes that they have made. Well, we have the answer. People wonder what it is that can give their life purpose and can offer hope even when death appears. We have that answer. We have that answer not just in our heads, but in our hearts as well. God has smiled upon us, and so we have the answer. Jesus is the answer. He is the smile of God. God's smile does more than light up a room. No, his smile has enlightened the entire world. He has lifted up his face, his countenance upon us. He did it when his son was lifted up upon the cross. And from that cross flows every good you need, every good of body and soul. We'll give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good and his mercy endureth forever. Amen.